right, welcome everybody to Barefoot TV and podcast show. I am your host, Leanne, the Barefoot Medium. This program is a monthly program to provide you with wisdom for the journey, clarity on your path and support to manifest your dreams. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an international medium, twin flame, transformational coach and author. I have been incredibly blessed and I'm honoured to be able to act as the bridge between you and your loved ones who've passed over, to be able to pass on their messages of support, peace, forgiveness, joy and love. I'm also passionate about bringing my spiritual gifts together with my over 20 years experience in life and senior management and education to empower people to transform their lives and manifest their dreams through my transformational coaching programs and courses. So kick off your shoes, enjoy today's show where I am joined by my amazing guest, Michael J. Clark, where we're going to discuss medical intuition. Now, Michael has the innate ability to see through the walls of the physical body he can see how your organs, glands, cells, bones, and inner systems are functioning. And many of his clients and students experience amazing and unexplainable physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual healings that have changed their lives. He has an amazing story about his awakening, which I'll let him share a piece of as we get into the show. And together with his his partner Tamara is the founder of the Unique Community to awaken families and individuals to create deep and meaningful connections by living happy, healthy, peaceful and loving lifestyles. Wow. Welcome, Michael. Awesome. It's great to be here, Leanne. Uh, thank you for inviting me on. I look forward to uh, sharing some you know, great wisdom with yourself and everyone listening here um, today. So thank you for having me on. Yeah, great. So Michael, tell me a little bit about your journey and how you have stepped into medical intuition and what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, thanks. For, that's a great question. Thanks for asking. So for me, uh, my journey has been one of, it's been a really interesting journey. So I, I had this when I was a child. Uh, However, early in childhood, it got shut down from, you know, traumas and parents shutting down, which I know a lot of people can resonate with. And through life, um, I had, you know, certain things keep popping up and, and I got caught in the everyday mundane life of, you know, going to school, creating a career, ended up in business and was in the full corporate world and actually in the construction industry. So I was fully... I was fully shut off and not even connected to my intuition or, you know, the spiritual side of life. Uh, and then what happened is uh, I was in business and we had a, you know, highly successful business. So it was me and business partners and we'd grown a business from uh, zero to 12 million in three years. And yeah. uh, we had some uh, major contracts that come up for us that we uh, needed, you know, substantial investment in. Um, and my business partner said he had the money. Anyway, long story short, um, he lied to me and he was taking part in fraudulent activity to get it from banks. Um, and, and I found out about this when I was at his wedding. So I was actually at his wedding yeah. and we had, um, I found out about this. So, um, and it was when I, like I was traveling Europe, his wedding was in the UK and, and I got back and found out, you know, what he was doing with the fraudulent activity. Anyway, from that, I walked away from the, 
company because I'm not, not involved in this, leaving my shares, um, you know, $153,000 of my own cash that was in the company and, and basically went from having this identity of being a, you know, a business person, a corporate person, having no identity. I'd fully just given all that away. Um, and in that time, I sat there and went, what is this about? What happened? And as I was, you know, just reflecting on everything, this wasn't the first time in business where I had a massive spike and then a deep dive. Uh, I first got into business at 22 and had to grow a business from uh, zero to a million in 18 months. Um, so 23 and a half, had a successful business. But woke up um, one Christmas, or it was actually a couple of days before Christmas, and I was actually, um, couldn't move in my bed. I was paralyzed, like my brain was ticking. I couldn't move my body. I'm going, what is happening? Anyway, it turns out that I had, you know, chronic depression, which had paralyzed my body. Uh, so from that, I um, stopped the business, got rid of the business, moved out, uh, moved back in with my mom and just focused on myself and got into some personal development. So this was, just, you know, this had happened to me before. And as I was sitting there pondering, what is this, what's happened? All of a sudden, I got this message and the message was, you're lying to yourself and you're being a fraud to yourself. And I was going, shit. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it was like this truck hit me in the face. <laughs> and I was like, but even then, I'm like, well, what, is, what does that mean? How am I lying to myself? How am I being a fraud to myself? Anyway, through that, I went on a journey of discovery. Uh, yeah. And through that, you know, I went on a journey of discovery and went to uh, sort out coaches, sort out courses, and just basically just went wherever I was getting guided to. And at that moment in time, I didn't even know I was getting guided. I just went, okay, I ended up in this place where someone told me about this and I did it. And, but there was one uh, real big moment that stood out for me, which really changed everything through my journey. And that was when I went and seen a healer in Adelaide. Uh, and this lady had uh, been in America and studied Barbara Brennan's healing science, which is a four-year degree in the US. Uh, and... I, I went and seen her and I seen her just as a, I've got connected to her in potential doing some work together. And then anyway, I, I was interested in what she did. I went, okay, I'll come in for a session. So I had a, a session with her. It was only an hour uh, session, healing session. And during the session, I could feel some like pain in my stomach when she was doing work on me and, and there was things happening through my body and my head. And it was something, you know, I'd had this before, but not to this extent. And anyway, at the end of the session, she, she goes to me, she goes, oh, um, this is what's happened. This is what I've seen and picked up. And she was giving me some guidance on that. And she goes, um, but normally I wouldn't do this. Um, but because we're, you know, we're connected personally, and this isn't just a professional thing. She goes, I want you to come inside and, and have a cup of tea with me. And I want to share some things with you. So I'm like, okay, what, is she, what does she want to share with me? So we sat down and, and what she shared with me was a story about uh, this lady who had, who she knew and personally connected with, who had come and seen her three years earlier. Now, anyway, this lady had uh, like the body, she had the business, the partner. She had what would look like the perfect life to many people. Mm. But, but the healer said there was one thing, there was something inside her that was right. And she said to her, there's something, so the healer said to this lady, there's something you need to express. Because um, if you don't express whatever needs to be expressed by you, like she goes, I know your outside life looks great, but there's something internally in you that just isn't, isn't right. 
And whatever you need to express, you need to go and express. So anyway, this lady went away and uh, and went back to her life, and and it turns out she didn't end up expressing anything or didn't take any action on what uh, the healer had given her. And a year later, uh, this lady got diagnosed with leukemia. Wow. And then a year later, so two years on, died from leukemia. Wow. And this is, you know, because she didn't take action on what the healer had shared with her. So this healer turns around to me and goes, your body's in the same state as what hers was. Wow. And I went, shit, what does that mean? And my head just started a million different thoughts going on in my head. And then she goes, so whatever you need to express, you need to express it. Mm -hmm. I'm okay. So we finished that cup of tea. I jumped in my car and, and I was living in South Australia at the time. And I was, it was a 45 minute drive to her place. So I'm driving back to my place, 45 minutes, all the way in the car. What do I need to express? What do I need to express? What do I need to express? <laughs> just constantly asking myself the question and just getting blank, 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 blank for 45 minutes. And I'm like, oh, what is going on here? I got, I got home. 15 minutes, I'm sitting there going, what do I need to express? Walking around the house, what do I need to express? What do I need to express? And after an hour, I got to the point where I'm like, this woman is full of it. I'm not, I don't need to express anything. And then in that moment, boom, it hit me. And my, I just had it started bawling. My eyes, I was bawling with tears. And my body was shaking like I've never felt it shake before. Um, and at that moment, I was, you know, home by myself and I recently separated with a partner as well. So I was by myself and I'm, I'm like, mm. I rang her and said, listen, I come and I've been in your place. So this, this is what's happening. I don't know what it is. Uh, so and from that, and I remember telling her, I'm like, I'm shaking. Look at me shaking. Like I was pulling my eyes out and she's like, Michael, you're not shaking. I was like, damn, look at me. She's like, you're not shaking. Mm. And then I went, put your hand, put your hand on me. She did, she goes, oh, wow, you are shaking like massively. So my body wasn't physically shaking, but the energy in my body was shaking. Uh, So from that, what had happened is, and then during that process of the shaking, I had these memories come up in my head and the memories were of traumas of mine from childhood. So the memories that came up were uh, my father had sexually abused me as a child, uh, my mum and I had been kidnapped and I see my mum get sexually abused over and over again at four years mm-hmm. old. Um, and my an- uncle on my father's side has sexually abused me as well. Mm-hmm. So I had these memories, but as I had these memories, I'm like, where did that come from? Is that even real? Like, what is this? Because I had no conceptualization of that previously yeah. in my life. So the next morning, uh, I tried to ring my mum to, to try and get some validation on it. Uh, and she didn't answer. So I sent her a text message. I had a healing yesterday. This come up, this come up, this come up, those three memories. Um, is this true or do you know anything about this? Mm. Instantly, as soon as I sent the message, pretty much, my mum was on the phone to me. And yeah. she goes, how did you know that? Mm. I'm like, so you knew? She's like, yeah. She goes, two, only two weeks ago, I was talking to my boss at work about whether I should tell you about what happened with the father and the sexual abuse. She goes, I chose not to tell you because I didn't want to hurt you or have it, you know, hurt you. I said, well, 
Do I know now? I said, you know, you obviously thanks for validating it. Mm. So, so that was a massive turning point for me because it made me realise how much our body stores and how much there is that we just don't know about our own lives and ourselves and what's happening in our body. Yeah. yeah. So from that moment, I was like sold. I was like, this healing thing is real. <laughs> like there is, you know, there is something outside the, the normal medical system and outside the traditional stuff that everyone talks about. And it's not all woo-woo stuff. There's actually, you know, there's, there's realness to it. It's realistic. Yeah. And I, I love how, you know, from a spiritual perspective, mum goes, I'm going to choose not to share that. And it's coming from that beautiful, loving, protective space. And then as an intuitive, your soul knew that you needed to know that and, you know, bring that to, to the forefront because it's obviously been part of getting you to the space that you're in and doing the work that you're doing so that you can help and support others to, you know, like you said, how much our body stores of, whether it's childhood trauma or, or, or whatever, disease or imbalances or whatever you want to call it, um, that we either are not consciously aware of how to let go of or process or do whatever with. So thank you for sharing your story. Um, and I'm trusting that there's viewers and listeners out there that will resonate with some of what you've shared. So thank you. Um, and we do all go through a process and an experience to come to, you know, be doing the work that we're doing. So I, agree. I feel I feel as part of as part of the path and the journey. I yeah. I believe and I feel it's like we we go through these states. Like the way that I see it now, like I can openly talk about it, um, mm. and a lot like there's other you know scenarios and traumas that I've worked through as well, and I can openly talk about it without any emotional, you know, reaction or action. And I, I could have never have done that, you know, without dealing with it. And yeah. the way I see it is I had to go through a lot of that because now when I'm with people, I can actually um, empathise with them. I, yeah. Like I've been through those experiences. Uh, and and it just makes it so much more profound when you, you're working with people because when I can share personal stories of that I've experienced it, it actually makes them feel safe and opens them up more yeah. um, to be able to actually to release more so they can actually be, you know, heal their bodies and come to a better place of health. Yeah. And we'll jump into that in a second because I'd, I'd really love you to share about that. And one thing that keeps popping into my mind to just, you know, acknowledge is how you know you kept repetitively asking that question of yourself about what do I need to express what do I need to express and you know that's that's us connecting into source universe divine whoever it is you you want to call that um, and asking for that intuitive guidance so thank you for sharing that because sometimes even when we do this work and stepping into it, we've got to take that journey of trusting and learning how to listen and receive guidance and what that means. So thank you. No, my pleasure. And Leanne, you're so right with that. I feel uh, what happens, and you you may have gone through this and you may be aware of this yourself, is when people step into the intuitive or the medium path, 
they feel like it's something completely different than everyday life. However, for me, I don't see like that. Like I have conversations with spirit like I'm having a conversation with you now. Like if I don't understand something, I'm going to go, what do you mean, Leanne? Like, yeah. what, what is that? Yeah. Like explain that to me more so I can understand it better. Exactly. And, you know, a bit like you, I came into the world with my, my gifts and my, the way I express that in this lifetime is through mediumship and connecting to past loved ones. And, you know, as a child coming into a family that wasn't and isn't spiritually awake, um, beautiful, loving family, it's just they didn't get it. They didn't get me and understand what it was that I was experiencing. So like you, I kind of shut it down a bit when I was a kid and was the sensitive empath and the feeler and the, you know, my emotions had shift and change really quickly and it'd be like, what's going on? What, you know, <laughs> what's she doing? <laughs> um, and I'd know things before they'd happen and people are like, how did she know that? And it wasn't until, for me, a bit of a, um, I had a really close friend that passed and he was actually the one that came through to me that was like, he was standing in the same room as me on the telephone. And I'm like, wow, okay. And this, this was like in a dream state, but it wasn't. Yeah. And I just remember him saying, okay, it's time. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no idea what that meant it's time for what so a little bit like you what do I need to express mine was what, are, what time for what <laughs> what am I meant to do right yeah. and you know breakdown in relationship was working in in university corporate or senior management and teaching and all of that for 15 odd years and stress and what it was doing to my body mm. which you know I'm sure you can relate to I just woke up at three o'clock one morning wrote my resignation went in the next morning and went here you go I had no idea why <laughs> or what I was going to do and went oh I'll go to a meditation group maybe that'll kind of calm me down a little bit and walked in and it was led by a medium and that's oh. how I jumped back into what I already did and having conversations with you know, you and I are having conversations now, but it's not just you and I, it's you and I and the divine and my guides and loved ones and probably yours and all of that in amongst it. So it's a, you know, a journey of communication in so many ways. <laughs> Spot on. It is. It's, that's a great way to put it. You know, it is a journey of communication. And it's interesting you say that because I always share with people, you know, communication is key. And it's communication with yourself. It's yeah. communication with spirit, but it's also communication with others, right? So, and when you're, you're always having communication, as you said, through life, if it's communication with yourself, communication with spirit or communication with others, it's always, it's always there. Yeah. Now that brings us into, let's talk communication by, in terms of the body and medical intuition. Talk yeah. to me and share for people who are watching or listening, what is a medical intuitive and what, how does that work? And, what are the benefits, I guess? Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. Thanks for asking, Leanne. So uh, medical intuition uh, is a bit of a buzzword at the moment. <laughs> so um, there's, there's different perceptions and opinions out there as to what medical intuition is. Um, 
And for me, so what I share is medical intuition for me is knowing the physical and energetic anatomy of the body. So a lot of people focus on, like, and even we've been speaking about, you know, trauma, which is a lot of energetic stuff. However, through my journey, I had to do a lot of physical work as well to be able to deal with that trauma. Because mm. as much as we can focus on the, the energy side, the trauma, if it's, in your, if it's coming and it's lodged in our body, there's still a physical aspect to that, like in our cellular structure and tissue and organs, that needs to be dealt with and moved as well. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's about the physical and the energetic anatomy. It's working, working with both because they work simultaneously uh, mm. together. So uh, when, I, when I'm doing, so I do psychic body scans uh, and that's the, the main way that I use my medical intuition and, and to be able to see into the physical body. And the way that I see that, to put a, a spiritual spin but also a scientific spin to it, is so when I'm scanning the body, I'm literally just looking into someone's body and what happens is I, the way I put it in a scientific thing is I just, I'm just emanating out light. I'm just, you know, sharing my energy with that person and expanding it into that person. Mm. And then what happens, it's like my light hits an atom in their body and then it reflects the image to me of what the physical aspects of the body, whether it's the, the bone, the blood or whatever is happening. Mm. And it shows me what's happening with that part of the body. And then if I don't get what's happening, it's like a microscope and what happens is like my third eye zooms in further and opens it up more to see what's happening within the structure of the body. Now, I, I don't always access people's body and the reason is, is because at times there's uh, energetic or emotional traumas that are covering the body that need to be you know, addressed before you can get to the body. Yeah. Yeah, so it's... It's generally or always actually when I'm working with people, it's, I don't always get straight to the body and I don't always get to the body because if people have got strong emotional stuff and energetic stuff happening uh, that's, you know, connected to, you know, their past or past lives or even ancestral stuff, I've got to go to that first and or at least they've got to have a knowing or understanding of that before then I can move through that and go to what's happening in the physical body. I, I love how you explain that because, you know, my beliefs around what medical intuition is very much align with what you're saying. And, you know, from, from my guides and even in my mediumship, sometimes I will have someone come for a mediumship reading and yet their loved one wants to talk about a health issue or a potential health issue. Yeah. And I always get told from my guides that, issues start in the spiritual and move down to that mental emotional and then become physical if yeah. we don't deal with the other layers and i don't know about you but you know with a lot of clients that i've seen it's often sitting in that emotional space because a lot of people haven't been taught how to look at or release or let go of some of that emotional trauma that might be sitting in the energetic field is, and it's kind of like a cloud that sits there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that does, it does happen for me a lot. And you're right. A lot of people don't understand emotion that understand how to release or how to deal with it. 
And even for me, a lot of people, I find a lot of people get emotions mixed up, mixed up with feelings as well. They don't know mm. the difference between feelings and emotions. Oh, I yeah. hear you on that, yeah. <laughs> so, so the way that I explain emotions to people, because there's a process to how we get to a state of emotion, is that emotions are actually the actions or reactions that we have based on our feelings and thoughts. Yeah. So when someone's chucking a tantrum, like a kid's chucking a tantrum, or someone's having an anger outburst, that's their that's their action or reaction based on their feelings and thoughts. Or if someone you know shuts off to someone and just gives them the cold shoulder, and that's just their action to the feelings and thoughts that they're having. So I find a lot of people really get their feelings and emotions mixed up. They don't actually understand yeah. the difference between them. So. Um, that's just a simple way to understand it. Emotion is the action or reaction mm. that happens based on the feelings and thoughts that happen. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I often say to clients, it's, you know, really we've got two emotions. It's love or fear. Mm. And the rest is feelings that kind of come underneath it in some ways. That's a perspective yeah, that's a that I idea. share. I love that, you know, yeah. And... Yeah. You know, for me, I, I know that one of my patterns was to, you know, kind of wall off and, you know, block and <laughs> hold that breath. And that's that emotional reaction. And, you know, I, I've, I've cleared most of that now and can recognise when I step into it, which I think is really important. But one of the key things I want to pick up on is that, you know, you talked about physical stuff. And having to, and I think this is what I heard you say, is when it gets to the physical, people have got to address it at that physical level. Is that right? Yeah, correct. So oh, addressing it, yeah, at the physical level and the energetic level. Uh, and, and for me, when I'm working with people, I'm always getting them to address both. Uh, because, you know, if it's in the energetic level or it's on its way to the physical, we need to start. There's, there's already impact that's happened on the physical yeah. um, and we need to start addressing that as well just so we're working on both sides of, of the scale. Um, because let's, let's be real as well, you're better off preventing and also working on both than only working on one and then finding out it was in the other and you didn't deal with it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm and the reason I ask for clarity on that is that, you know, I come across a lot of spiritual people mm -hmm. who just seem to think they can clear things that have already become physical at that energetic level. And it's like, oh, you know? <laughs> so I really wanted to kind of get you to reinforce that message, I guess, for, for people if you do have stuff. It happens. You have to address it. You have to address the physical, and it's, it's, I'm glad that you brought that point up because there is a lot of spiritual people out there that do not address their physical body. Uh, and I can share with you, like I have a lot of celebrity mediums come to me that have got physical issues, like their body's breaking down on them, and it's because they've, they've spent so much time in the spirit realm and in yeah. focusing on that, they haven't actually connected to their physical body. Yeah. Even even when for me I see so for me I see in two different ways with things. I see mediums and psychics that work from the spirit space and their third eye. Um, and then I see and that and for me I see that as a very uh, a very let's say a spiritual based uh, mediumship. However then, then you've got others which I 
haven't seen very many that do it, but actually work from the space of, you know, where our belly button is the navel, which yeah. I see is a very grounded and body connected mediumship and, and bringing in the physical aspects, not just the, the spiritual aspect. But yeah, it's, and that's what, what I say with that is that's when you've actually truly got a medium or a psychic who's in the body, meaning yeah. that their spirit is fully in their body, um, where a lot of others out there, their spirit is not in their body. And this is why they, they focus on the energetic realm and the energy realm. And, they, and that's great. They're, they're great at what they do, but they're always in that spirit realm. Their spirit has never entered or has very rarely entered their body. Yeah. Meaning, and the reason is, is because the spirit's too scared or fearful to come in the body because there is that trauma mm. in the body that hasn't been dealt with. Yeah. And, and I'm so glad you brought that up because I, I train mediums, right? Mm. And one of my things that really early on is I teach them about the basics of energy. You have to know how to ground yourself. Mm -hmm. And to be in the present moment while you're also connecting up. And a lot of mediums want to stay up there in that kind of airy, fairy <laughs> little space because it's fun and it's, you know, it's what they're passionate about, which is great. Yeah. The reality is we have a physical life and we're meant to have a physical life and to live it and experience stuff so that we can then support our clients through whatever they're going through because you know yes we can reconnect them to a loved one who's passed but there's also guidance there for people's physical world correct and yeah. if you're up here all the time how do you know what life's about yeah. <laughs> true right? you yeah. know and but it was surprising for me how many mediums psychics or even healers who've done reiki did not know how to ground or cleanse their energy field. And it's like, wow, what is this? Yeah. And <laughs> they're, just, they're not aware of it, are they? They've just lived their life for so long in that, those upper realms that it's, it's safe up there for them. You know, it's not, yeah. it's not safe in the body. Yeah. And, 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 and that you've hit the nail on the head. It's like, that's home and that feels safe. And that's the familiar. Yeah. And it's, it's like, you know what? It is actually safe for you to come into your body. It is actually safe for you to experience this world as well as the other. It's just how you do that. And Correct. putting the energetics in the boundaries or the whatever in place to support you. Yeah. So thank you. It's actually safer in your body. You know, like I've worked with, you know, high-grade mediums before that have turned into schizophrenics. Yeah. Um, because they've been in that upper realm and they've had a, you know, another spirit come into their body or that, what I call their vehicle um, and start to take, you know, start to take charge of it. Yeah. And I like how you bring in the mental health because my real world background is psychology, criminology, right? Uh, there and you go. So the psychology stuff always comes through from spirit with mental health issues because I know it. And you know, from my perspective, the schizophrenic stuff is often to do with a connection with spirit and not grounding that in or, you know, bipolar, the up and down and the, you know, you need to balance. Yeah. Oh, it's spot on, you know, like, yeah, ones that I've worked, schizophrenics that I've worked with that have been, you know, in straight, straight jackets and been able to get them out of it 
yeah. has always been a spiritual issue and there's always been a trauma connected to it. And generally it's a severe trauma in terms of you know sexual abuse or you know domestic violence at severe levels through childhood and things yeah. like that um, are connected to it, which is what sends them into that schizophrenia and that whether their spirits out of their body, they're, they're you know, they don't feel safe in their body. Yeah. yeah. So you deal with that and deal with a you know, the physical body and bring the spirit back into the body and they there's no longer schizophrenia, the mental yeah. issues. I know, right? It's, it's turn, so it interesting. Goes, from, goes from schizophrenia to psychic or mediumship, <laughs> like doing a proper. I know, right? <laughs> um, and I'm not going to comment any further on what I just heard them say. <laughs> I'll leave that one. I'll let that one float by. <laughs> um, so, talk to me a little bit more about you know. Um, can you share some experiences on maybe um, whatever pops to mind, a couple of health issues that you might be able to share with people, what they might be connected to? Yeah, well, it's, it's, there is obviously there's generalisation of things, but then there's also, you know, specifications based on the person. Um, so I'll share with you a story um, about a lady that I was working with and I feel some people will connect with this and uh, you know maybe able to support them through their journey as well. So I had a, um, a lady, would have been two years ago, that came and see me. She just came and see me for a, a 20 minute scan at a Mind Body Spirit Festival in Sydney. And when I scanned her, I um, picked up that she had nodules around her thyroid in her throat. Yep. Uh, and anyway, so to, to give you a bit more on this story, this lady at the time was Pregnant. I didn't know how long, but I later found out she was 30 weeks pregnant when she'd come okay. to see me. And, and when, I, when I seen the nodules around the thyroid and her throat, I got taken to the baby's brain. Okay. And as I was looking at the baby's brain, it had all these little black spots in it. Mm. I'm like, okay, what is, what is that? And next minute, um, you know, Spirit shares with me, well, what's happening with her thyroid is actually affecting the baby and there's potential that baby may have brain damage. Right. I'm like, okay. All right, what do I need to do with this? Uh, anyway, and then as that happened, I had this image of this woman come up in front of her belly and then like rose up to her throat in front of her face. So, and that woman was a mother. Um. So that was showing me that the mother was connected to the issue with the thyroid. Uh, and so, and then there was toxicity in her blood as well, which is connected to her mother. And anyway, so after 20 minutes, I sat down and, and spoke to the lady and said, hey, and during it, this is what I picked up. You know, there's, what I can see is there's been, you know, physical violence and shutting down of your mother like, towards you when you're younger. And this is what's emotionally and energetically created the thyroid issue. Mm. Uh, however, it's, there's a physical issue there now. You've got nodules around your thyroid which looks like um, goitier and you know that needs to be de dealt with i didn't tell her about the, the scenario with her baby because i didn't want to put her into a, a freak out state and yeah. spirit was quite clear in that is not to be mentioned it was just my awareness yeah so i didn't mention it and anyway when i was sharing this with the woman she goes you know what she goes i'm so glad that you picked that up because i've been to nose doctors i've been to throat doctors i've been to ear doctors so, um been to like specialists and they're like 
they can't tell me what's going on my throat. Right. They've been picking it up, but they can't actually tell me what it is. So she's been like freaking out, panicking, and she's pregnant, right? So it's, it's creating right. stress. It's been passed on to the baby and all this. So anyway, I said, well, well, here's what you need to do. And I gave a simple guidance. Uh, and the guidance was, you know, basic natural remedies for things to do. I said, you got to do this for six weeks. And I said, and come and see me for a treatment, for a two-hour treatment, and we'll deal with what's happened with your mum. Yeah. Um, so she come and see me the next week. She followed the guidance. Uh, it would have been seven weeks later. I got a text message from her saying, hey, uh, just got back from the throat, nose, and ear doctors, specialists, and there's nothing there anymore. Mm. <laughs> She goes, you can't believe, you know, how happy I am that, you know, just from doing that, I've been going through this journey pretty much my whole pregnancy, if not more with them, haven't been able to give me any, and then six weeks from following your guidance and having that treatment, gone. Wow. And then, and then I seen her later on, and after she had the baby, baby's in complete health, there's no issues with the baby, and everything was great and fine now with her. So I share that story because, you know, these are the capabilities that, as medical intuitives, you know, that, that we have and how we can support people. But also that for people out there, you've got to realise that the medical system can support to an extent and support yeah. with certain things. Like they're great if you've got a broken bone or something like that. Yeah. So, you know, deeper issues within the body, they're only ever plugging up the symptoms. And when you plug symptoms, there's always side effects. Yeah. So you might, they might deal with, you know, the issue that's in, the person's throat, yeah. but then you'll find there's another issue in the pancreas. Yeah. Yeah, and then it'll, you'll just keep going around this cycle where your body will just become worse and worse and worse, and while you feel like you're dealing with the issue, you are dealing with the issue, the symptom, but you're not dealing with the core root issue yeah. where, where the things are coming from. So with that lady, she had the physical stuff that had to be dealt with with the throat. The core issue was her mother's you know, abuse when she was a you know a child yeah wow mm. and thank you for sharing that because you know i i know quite a few people in my world that have had thyroid issues or or things like that so you know it's really interesting how how one area connects to another and that throat area is really about that speaking up isn't it, it is. and communication and we've been talking about that so it's quite yeah quite interesting so thank you for sharing that is there anything else that you want to share with listeners is there some tips or um, you know maybe three tips around if they're going got a physical issue or got some some health concerns going on particularly in this climate and I guess you know let's throw that open I guess yeah. <laughs> we no. haven't we haven't touched on that topic have we no. Let's, we, we can touch on that. Let's talk about viruses. Yeah, let's do that. Let's talk about viruses. So the interesting thing about viruses is that viruses, we can't actually catch viruses from other people. Okay. Um, and the reason that is is because viruses are already in us. So viruses are passed on to us or we have them in our DNA. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, and we've got many viruses already in our DNA and in our systems. But what happens is, is we need something to trigger them to activate them. Yeah, okay. And viruses get triggered and activated if there's toxicity in the body and the body feels it needs to break down and release that toxicity. Right, yeah. okay. The yep. viruses are actually 
healthy for us internally because they play a role in you know breaking down toxicity to move it out of the body hence why when people get the common cold or flu you get really snotty and you release a lot of you know crap out of your body sweats not as because it's the body breaking down the toxins and releasing that out of the body yeah okay and so this you know there's a lot of fear and panic at the moment about catching the virus but the reality is majority of people will already have the virus inside them what will happen though is how you catch it from other people it's when you become in touch with someone else's energy field that's already activated that and what happens is it sends a message or that sends the uh, the energy to your body to say hey you've got to activate this to to support your body because generally they'll have the toxicity or similar toxicity as the other person's got in their body as well right okay wow that's interesting so, <laughs> so around that the best thing is is and that's why the whole stay 1.5 meters away from everyone is great because you're not getting in the energy field right so oh. i mean they, how funny is that, right? From an yeah. energy perspective. <laughs> yeah. So that you cannot, they cannot activate the virus in you. Yeah. Right. However, we've got a we've got a choice whether we allow that to be activated as well. And the only way we can have that or allow that to be activated is if we're willing to engage in other people's events or energy. Yeah. So what I mean by that is like I can be around someone who's got the flu, a virus or anything like that, and I can be, you know, next to them, like if my partner's got it, I can be next to her, her, but I can simply say, I'm not engaging in foreign events, I'm not engaging in your events, and I won't get sick. Yeah. Because we have a choice whether we engage in that energy in that environment. Yeah. And I, I like how you say that, we, we do have a choice, and... Mm. I remember when the um, the 1.5 meter thing came out. I went, "Oh, cool! It means people can't come in my bubble, right?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. there was, you know, another lady I was talking to who was a little bit spiritually open, but you know, um, wasn't. And I said to her, "It's almost like your aura," and it's like, "Get out of my aura!" And she went, "Oh, yeah, it is too." And so you've just explained it in that way. And yeah. I love how you talk about we have a choice with that because with everything we have a choice, um, what we consciously allow in to our energy field and what we give out in return, right? So, yeah. you know, I often hear, I often teach some of my, my students about you can't connect with my energy field unless I've given you conscious verbal permission, mm. right? And they're like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, you got to ask me if you want me to, if you want to connect in with me and do a reading or whatever it might be. And it's same for clients like you would. We can't do a reading on someone without their conscious verbal permission, right? That's yeah, my boundary. Yeah, spot on. You can't. And, and I guess the thing is you can have physical permission and you can have spiritual permission as well. Yeah which is, you know, a good thing for people to understand. It's like just because a person physically doesn't want it, their spirit may be calling for it and, and want it. Yeah, exactly. To deal with that. But, yeah, the 1.5 thing, I loved it. I was going to the shopping centres and I'm like, this is great. There's, like, no one around. I've got space. <laughs> I don't want to worry about people, you know, getting home, yeah. and, like, drained because all these yep. energies. And, yeah, it was great. 
all the uh, empaths and intuitives are going, hey, welcome to our world. Yeah. <laughs> this is how it should be all the time. I know, right? My my sister's more of an extrovert and uh, I need people. And, and I saw a post on Facebook about checking in on your ex. Um, extrovert friends because they're not doing okay <laughs> <laughs> and like she could never understand me going I just need some space I need some time right yeah. and, and I'm like oh, welcome to my world are you enjoying it you've got to do stuff now and she's like I'm cooking I'm gardening I don't do that stuff <laughs> so it's amazing because it's really allowing people to come back to themselves really isn't it Oh, it is, yeah, provided uh, people allow that. Like I see a lot of people now using up their time to be, get caught up in the drama of Facebook or the news yeah. and, and all that stuff. So provided yeah. they're using it. Uh, but I, I feel, uh, personally, I feel there's going to be, a sh the internet's going to lock down for a couple of days anyway and everyone's going to have to yeah. go, and, uh, <laughs> go and look at themselves. <laughs> so, my, so my biggest asking about a tip though going back my biggest thing around you know that whole scenario would be as i said it, you have a choice yeah and you have a choice about who you've got in your environment the people you've got around you and you've got a choice about what you put in your environment and put around yeah. your environment as well yeah so that that'd be my biggest tip is just being making the right choices for you and your family and who's around you and what's around you because your environment yeah. has a great effect on, I say, I call it your outer environment, has a great effect on your inner environment, as your inner environment has a great effect on your um, outer environment. So that, that'd be my number one tip. The other tip would be uh, dose up on vitamin C. Sounds simple, um, yeah. but our body, our body doesn't naturally produce vitamin C and it needs vitamin C to put into it, um, which will, you know, support with immunity. Yeah. Um, but the, the main... The main thing is just share your environment and have a look at yourself and be, and be honest and be willing to do the work because the reality is things like viruses, disorders, diseases, dysfunction can only live in a toxic body Yeah. and function in a toxic body. If your body's not toxic, you're not going to have an issue. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Thank you um, for sharing all of that because... You know, and, and I love the analogy of the exterior and the internal world because, you know, it's, it's all about we, we get shown a mirror outside of ourselves often of what's going on within. So if your environment is peaceful and calm and healthy, you know, healthy and well, <laughs> um, and I've got to throw that word out there is, you know, um, then that's what you're going to experience in, in your inner world as well, you know, or your inner world's reflecting that. And if you've got chaos and disease and imbalances and toxicity, whether it's through other people or your environment going on, then come back to you and, and ask those questions like you did uh, when you started your journey. What is it that I need to, yeah, what do I need to let go of? What's... You know, what is it that's that's toxic for me right now and what do I need to let go of and change and clear? Yeah, that's that's a great point, Leanne, and thanks for bringing that up. If I can, I'd like to share with, you know, the listeners now actually eight things, eight questions that they can ask themselves which will really support 
And these eight questions are all connected to you know the energy centers or you know chakras, which a lot of people call them. Yeah. Um, and, and the questions are simply this: It's like uh, because this will show where toxicity is or isn't for them. Feel unstable in life now. Whether or not feel stable, is it financially? Is it emotionally? Is it physically? Yeah, it'll show up where there's toxicity on an emotional level. Then it can be, you know, where do I feel stuck at the moment as well? That'll bring up, you know, stuff that's there for them. Mm. Um, where, 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 or what am I not accepting mm. myself now? There's another one, and then we can go into where do I feel lost? Where am I not feeling loved? So look at different aspects of your life. You know, is it not feeling love from yourself, from your partner, from your children, from your colleagues at work or whatever. And then the one which we've been speaking about a lot today, it's like, what do I need to express? Yeah. Or on the other side, what am I suppressing and not expressing? Yeah. Is another question to ask. And these, like, I I say these questions because the greatest Thing I feel we have in life is the ability to ask questions and and the greatest healing we can have for ourselves to, to start and even to enhance our journey is by asking ourselves questions, asking spirit questions and just writing the answers to it, letting it come out of our body. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and you know the the other ones we can go to is you know where am I where am I being too caught in my mind? So mm-hmm. there's too much mind activity going on. Or where am I not listening to my intuition, my inner tutor, is another way you can put that. Yeah. Uh, and the last one will be, you know, where am I in my ego at the moment? Hmm. Yeah. Where am I in my ego? It's like, and, and the thing where I talk about ego, a simple way I share with ego for people to understand it, to be able to get it clearly, is I look at ego as energy going out. Yeah. So where are we giving energy out to others? And not to ourselves. Yeah. And that's what creates, because you give energy out to others because we're trying to get acceptance or we're trying to get love. Yeah. And that's why we end up in our space of egos because we've got that energy going out. So, you know, yeah. focus on where that energy can come back in. Yeah. And I, and I love that because it is that, that beautiful cycle of giving and receiving and, you know, doing it from a place of, of love, not from a place of, you know, I need this to be validated or, or to be able to feel understood or to be able to know that I'm okay or whatever it might be or safe or secure or stable, um, whatever it is. So it's just coming back really to ourselves, isn't it? And going, you know, what's my intention behind this as yeah. well? And am I allowing myself to receive as much as I'm giving? Because yeah. uh, yeah. I love well, giving and I've had to teach myself to receive. Yeah, I'm the same. And I feel as part of the, you know, the journey and the path as well. It's like when you've got these, you know, amazing gifts and you can support and help people, that's all you want to do. You, know, you just want to support and help people. But unfortunately, as I've learned, you know, myself is, why you can support and help people, they've got to want to support and help themselves and you can't do it for them. No, you can't. If you can give someone all that you can, you want, but if they're not open to receiving, it's, it's just hitting a, you know, a brick wall. Yep. 
and, and all it's, the time, and that, it's almost that like that let me fix you let me fix you <laughs> thing right and you know i've been there done that years ago and kind of cleared that um yeah. and it and it is coming from that that ego space really where and ego gets a, a bad rap sometimes really it's we've all got one it's there for a reason it's there to keep us safe um oh, cool. you know it's whether it's serving us or it's not. Yeah, I agree. It's like, uh, and this is a big thing for me as well. A lot of people look at, you know, ego as negative. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not negative. In fact, you know, it's interesting. A lot of people look at things as negative or positive and that's part of the problem. Yeah. We shouldn't be looking at the negative or positive. We just be, should be looking at how do we bring both of them together to neutralize it and make it, you know, calm or peaceful or easy for everyone. Yeah. And that's where acceptance comes in, doesn't it? Yeah. And going, okay, I feel frustrated or whatever it might be and going, and that's okay. Accept yeah. it and love it and embrace it rather yeah. than going, Oh no, I've got to be positive and all happy and love and light and yeah. all of that yeah. stuff. Right. <laughs> Anyway, you the and I could talk stuff. about the fluffy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you and I could talk about this for, for hours. We so do. thank you so much for sharing your story, your knowledge, your wisdom and some tips with, with people. Can you let us know how, if people are interested in more of what you do, how they can get in contact with you? Yeah, definitely. It's been a pleasure and it's been great in the end and I agree we could speak for hours and probably days <laughs> but uh, if people want to get in contact with myself and learn more about myself and the unique community um, you can they can go to the website which is www.uniquecommunity.com.au unique is just spelt normal U-N-I-Q-U-E community mm -hmm. uh, just go along there or you can go on to you know Facebook Instagram and check us out at the perfect thank you so much and you know it's been so enlightening and a pleasure to chat to you and hear the the stories that you've you've come across throughout your journey so thank you pleasure it's been delightful awesome and for those of you who want to connect with me further, please jump on my website, thebarefootmedium.com.au and check me out on Facebook and Instagram and all of those good things. Uh, the Barefoot Medium as well on those. Thank you all so much for joining us. It's been a pleasure having you on today's show and to provide you with some wisdom for that journey, no matter where you're at. Some clarity, we hope we've been able to provide you with that to help you on your path moving forward and to support you in manifesting and creating more health and well-being in your life at the moment. So I wish you all a magical, loving and joyful journey wherever you are, whoever you're with, and I look forward to connecting with you in the next episode of Barefoot TV and podcast show. Thanks, guys. Mm -hmm.